You are now listening to the sound of Chip and Lance and School of the Fates, our new Chip and Lance show. Or you should be. And we're going to talk about why and what it is on today's very special episode of Sound of Sanity. My name is Nathan. I'm your humble and obedient host. I'm joined by Ben Solzer. Hello. He's the preacher who's a teacher of sanity. I am. Also the performer and co-writer of characters like Chip McGregory. I am. And who else are you known for? for? Sparky. Sparky. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I think Most that's, widely. That's your claim to yeah, fame. It is. People are always approaching you on the street asking for you to autograph things and they just want you to sign it Sparky. They do. <coughs> well. Everyone's favorite lovable loser. Yep. Yep. Everyone's favorite lovable loser. And speaking of people who bring sparks into our lives of joy and happiness, why don't you introduce a person like that right now? I will. His name is Pastor Jake Minsel. Hey. Pastor who's a master of sanity. That's me. It's you. And famously, the voice of... Andy Jukeman. Andy Jukeman and Pastor Evan. Mm-hmm. Two great and characters. CJ. Oh, man. And How could CJ. we forget CJ? Oh, well, CJ is a particular the, favorite of mine. The most three-dimensional of them all. Yes, yes, yes. Three very characters full of dimensionality and interiority. Anyway, guys... We have this new season, and I think when this drops, maybe three or four episodes will be out, maybe just three episodes of a thing that is kind of the Chip and Lance show. It appears under the Chip and Lance feed, but it's really something different than what we were doing with the COVID season of Chip and Lance. So Chip mm-hmm. and Lance have been through a few different phases. They started as sketch characters, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they actually started as sketch characters that were a mockery of conservative talk radio and it's kind of yeah. morning dj style radio combined and they had a little show with stone huntington and it was it combined <laughs> a lot of those kinds of stuff there was a lot fire. of uh, a lot of eagle screeching there was a lot of screeches yeah there were there were a lot of like little dj drops in there it was kind yeah, of yeah it was like uh if fresh limbaugh and bob and tom made a show together yes Yes, it was, it was as great as that would be. <laughs> that was fun, but Chip and Lance kind of took on a life of their own, and they, they're also supporting characters, or arguably some of the protagonists of our more serious, but also funny comedy, dramedy show, The Ville, mm-hmm. which is very much intended and geared for adults, and is full of, I don't want to say it's naughty or anything, but it just handles some pretty heavy themes, and Talks about sexuality and things like that. So there's that. Mm-hmm. But then we did the Chip and Lance show, which came out in the middle of COVID. And not in the middle, at the very beginning. At the very yeah, it was actually the very beginning of COVID. And we thought we have these two characters that kids tend to respond to. The world went on lockdown and all the kids were stuck at home. And we wanted to do something for the kids to help them make sense of what was going on. And provide some relief for parents. And so we we wrote a bunch of little mini episodes, pretty silly, pretty fun. Under 10 minutes long, most of them. Yeah. And didn't really have much of an idea of a story we wanted to tell when we got started. Just wanted to be there for the kids and the families in our church and in our listenership. And took on a life of its own and was super fun and was really warmly received. And I'm looking at a wall of, I mean, everywhere around us, basically in this studio, we have kids who have decided they want to be pen pals with Chip. 
mm. or Lance or Chip and Lance, it looks like, um, mostly. Although somebody just recently wrote and said they'd like to write to Radiohead. Yeah. I think so. Oh, he's a lovable um, scamp, that Radiohead. Yeah. So, so yeah, was, I mean, we have Art, Chip, and the Badger Lord fighting on an airplane. And I assume that that train art has something to do with Chip and Lance, but I'm not sure how. I think it does, but I, I don't remember how. It's some really awesome train art. And yeah. And then the, these little comic strips and fun things like that. And yeah, fun letters and little things that just say, good night, moon. Yeah. What do we want to do with this? Right. And so it turned out what we wanted to do was take those characters and plug them into an epic like five hour to 10 hour radio movie. Yep. Yep. Type thing. It's called School of the Fates. And it's not the Chip and Lance show as was where yeah. it was just like, you know, eight minutes of Goofy. bees and silliness and badger lord. Yep. And right. And a, usually a tidy little moral in the best right. sense of the term tidy little moral there was usually mm-hmm. just a little lesson like wash we should hands. we should pray when we're scared or this was early covid so we should wash our hands and we should not sneeze on people you know stuff like that and we'd always we'd been planning and talking about like three different three or four different kinds of kids shows and you know our hand got forced and so we came up with the chip show chip and lance show mm-hmm. with chip and lance and that was that pretty simple but School of the Fates, colon, a Chip and Lance story, comma, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, that's not really. I just, anytime I say a title like that, I like to add Dawn of Justice because I find it so delightfully silly that there's a movie called Batman v Superman, comma, Dawn of Justice. Anyway, Chip and Lance are now in School of the Fates and it is a much different beast. It is a story and i don't know how would you guys describe what we're doing there and what people can hope to get out of it and what it is what it, what is this behemoth that we've we are currently releasing in the world it's in the grand tradition of telling a story about kids at school and a, a struggle between good and evils that happens between you know, the the teachers and the the faculty and there's all it, there's a lot of stuff that's been taken up by another famous uh, fantasy franchise mary poppins was that it yeah i think it's mary poppins Mary Poppins. yeah yeah so chip and lance are they're in there they're some of the main characters but they're not the only main characters mm-hmm. we really follow lance's daughter livy mm-hmm. and matt and erica rosebloom's da- uh, son <laughs> hey. freudian slip kind hey. of maybe <laughs> come on chad yeah as they deal with some of the chaos as the the school's longtime conservative, awesome professor of whimsy and wonder and magic and all things great and wonderful, who's nothing like and in no way related to Albus Dumbledore or Gandalf no. or anyone no, no, no. like that. No, nothing all. like inspired that at all. Inspired <laughs> by in any way, shape, or form. Whole cloth new creation of yeah. ours, like everything in right. the yeah. show. His name is Albert Vandevore. Right. A name not inspired or not a parody of anything. Absolutely not. Yeah. He's been ousted and now the school board has, uh, there's a vacuum and a bunch of teachers have resigned in protest and there is a new agenda for how school should be run Mm -hmm. and how school should be taught. And not to put too fine on a point on it, it's the woke agenda. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we come out pretty strong out of the gate with that. So it's not a lot of signaling. It's more a lot of saying. 
and had not a lot of metaphor with it either, just straight up dealing with some things. And the kinds of things that kids are hearing in schools, whether you realize it or not, the kinds of things that even some of my kids have heard in their Christian schools. So, yeah, this 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 season all started if I'm I'm, I'm now remembering because a child of yours wrote a paper about what like man man invasive. man was the most invasive species or something he, like he, that. Yeah, the yeah, it was the example of an invasive species is man who's the the most invasive species on the planet. And Jake's a responsible Christian parent with strong conservative values, and his kid goes to a Christian school. But this is just what she was taught. Right. And we go in, an invasive species goes in and destroys environments and brings destruction. And it's like, this is a Christian school. We should be talking about dominion Mm -hmm. Um, and the goodness of taking dominion and how it's, how God made and designed this, not some idea that we're an invasive species it's just insane the the world is ours we're not invading anything right if we invade it it's because we have rights and a mandate from god to invade it just the wrong way of thinking about it so it's that sort of thing and that that wasn't the only aspect of it either a lot of reframing of history and stuff like that in that class right uh, as well and so that was part of the inspiration for this season for sure well, it, so it combines CRT, it combines like all that kind of stuff that's in the zeitgeist right now that people are talking about, and that it'll only actually become double, triple a talking point since we started writing this maybe yeah. half a year ago. I think we may have actually started on this whole season before President Biden was elected. And mm-hmm. so the kind of craziness of the culture wars has only escalated by by an order of large magnitude since we've been working on this but the thing that you have to understand and the thing that i wish maybe we'd made a little bit more clear in the lead up to the release of this is that it's really it's not five minute skits it is more inspired by something that i loved growing up i didn't really listen to a lot of it but i was familiar with it and i was always intrigued by it and i listened to some of it with my friends who were more sort of conservative evangelical christians and so they listened to of course adventures and odyssey and if you're familiar with Adventures in Odyssey, I think that's probably the best analog for what this is because these are episodes that are about a half an hour. They tell a hell story. They have multiple characters, heroes, villains, whimsy, excitement, adventure, comedy. Cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. Yes. Some pretty dark bad guys and some pretty heroic heroes. And it's all that kind of stuff. It's a much more complete entertainment package and a much more complete learning package or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And so designed for older kids more than younger kids. There's stuff for younger yeah, kids th- still, you can, but I think most parents listening to this w- who uh, know Chip and, the Chip and Lance show and appreciated it a year and a half ago, understand it to be more of a show for little kids that they're older kids and maybe they can engage in as sort of a guilty pleasure, but it's really not quite for them. The silliness, the slapstick of it all is pitched way down. Right. Um, but it's, it's funny. It's funny enough that anybody can throw it on and laugh at it, even if they want to feel above it. Right. This is, I don't know if people do this anymore, but I did it as a kid, but this, this was definitely conceived as something that 
you know, on a Saturday night or whatever your family night is, you could just all sit down around the radio or, or whatever it is that you use to listen to a thing like this and the whole family could enjoy it. And maybe there's parts that for the young, for a three-year-old or a four-year-old or a five-year-old might just go so far over their head that they'll start playing with their Lincoln Logs or, or whatever. The sweet spot for this is going to be what, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, something like that, maybe. Probably so, yeah. Yeah, and some of it maybe older, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think that's fun. But I also think, you know, it is pitched for that, for the whole family. So it's going to have things for mom and dad that kids just aren't going to get. And it's also going, it's also working pretty hard to keep that five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old engaged, especially as it goes on. The first couple of episodes are we just had to lay a lot of pipe to yeah, set up the story. There's a lot of world. table setting going mm-hmm. on. And so those are a little slower and, and don't have as much just sort of like Lance's being attacked by bees. and mm-hmm. or <laughs> But believe me, people get attacked by bees. Lance get, gets attacked by bees. I mean, when this show is working, we want there to be a big, splashy, hilarious joke on every, every minute or so. We want there to be an exciting action beat. We want there to be magic and wonder and horrible villains and all that kind of stuff. And if you know the Chip and Lance and you know the stuff we do, some of it's tongue-in-cheek, a lot of it's tongue-in-cheek, but there is actually a story with a little bit of heart and a little bit of actual villainy going on and mm-hmm. and some stuff like that. And our intention is for you to be able to enjoy it on that level, which is which is different than you know, you weren't really supposed to be all that invested in Chip's fight with the Badger Lord uh, right. last year. Although it's funny what kids get invested in because actually, as it turned out, kids were invested in that. Absolutely. Um, which is one of the reasons why I think we wanted to swing towards, okay, if they're going to invest, then what? Let's have a serious story with consequences. Yeah. And- let's have a story with a little bit more weight to it. So hopefully it retains a lot of the things that people like about Chip and Lance. And certainly if you like the Ville and you've been looking for something or you've been wishing we would do something that would have, because the Ville, you, you, you could easily love the Ville, but still think, man, there's just not an easy entry point for this thing. And this mm-hmm. Chip and Lance is a much easier entry point into the world of these characters and all the yeah. exciting adventures that they go on. So, who are the main villains of this show? The, well. Well. And what are their motivations? (laughs) Well, there's Dr. Buckner, of course, who's an eminent psychiatrist or psychologist? Psychiatrist, I believe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Eminent psychiatrist who's the school board moderator and is, in effect, in control of the school. And he's... And he, like all our, or most of our characters, originated as a A sketch sketch character. character Yes. Who we actually used to mock uh, the Gospel Coalition. Oh, and yeah, their that's right. uh, um, tedious explanation of story. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And how we're all part of a story. And so he, he would just come on and talk about stories. And <laughs> be as tedious as possible. And it's, so it's sort of like making fun of the Gospel Coalition and Brett McCracken and all of the, everybody out there who thinks it's very profound that, stories are ways that we things that we use to understand ourselves because duh right welcome to humanity yep and dr buckner remains very tedious and hopefully in a way that's 
really fun. I mean, he's one of the characters Nathan and I sit around and laugh at. And we've started to talk like Dr. Buckner oh, yes. constantly in our personal lives and annoy our wives <laughs> with, yes. with, with very tedious Dr. Buckner <laughs> recaps of everything. But he is an arrogant character who's completely full of himself and therefore the perfect avatar for progressivism, liberalism, mm-hmm. and wokeism, which he represents. He is also aided and abetted by <laughs> two junior board members two junior board whatever members. that means uh, walter and gary lance's old nemesis's nemesi mm-hmm. i guess i should nemesi. say uh really get to strut their villainy in this well how does lance come into play oh well i'm glad you asked jake i'm glad you asked so lance actually gets dragged into through a series of events that you'll have to listen to here yeah don't <laughs> listen to here that's a good sentence lance actually becomes the principal and with that interim job, principal. the interim principal, and his responsibility is to get the school back and up and running after this beloved sort of Dumbledore-like figure has been let go and the school has fallen into chaos. And so Lance has all the responsibility of doing that, but unfortunately he is laboring under Dr. Buckner and his evil minions woke philosophy, and they're the ones with the real power in the school. So Lance is trying to fight them and trying to save the school, save the souls of the children. And uh, luckily, he's, Lance is aided and abetted by some help of his possums. own. Possums. Yeah, some possums. Quentin Seltzer. <laughs> Quentin Seltzer. Quentin Seltzer. Hi, man, Andres. Hi, man, Andres. Sparky, Ollie, Radiohead. I don't so know many helpful. Sparky was all that helpful. <laughs> all right, he wasn't. <laughs> Sparky may or may not have his own woke agenda. No, Chip, Lance is aided and abetted by Chip, mm-hmm. who provides help of the sort that Lance you know, never, never can quite appreciate. For unexplainable reasons. It's completely inexplicable. It's weird. Yeah, it's pretty odd. And quite, quite honestly, this is a fun season for that because you get to see Chip at his most annoyingly destructive and you get to see what actually does make Chip a hero. Yep. So yep. you get to see, you get to see uh, different shades of Chip, which is fun. But the focus of this show is much less on Chip and Lance and much more on Livy and Chad. Yes, yes. We have two kids who are experiencing all of this and trying to take it in and trying to figure it out. And I think you'll have fun discovering them. Chad, you may know, is a (laughs) monstrous little boy who... Who's often been a pure psychopath in his appearances on The Ville. Mm -hmm. He's a bit of a brat. A bit of a brat. A bit of a brat. But he gets a few more dimensions in this well, season and of Chip he, and Lance. He has opportunities to grow, whether or not he's able to take advantage of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Is a question. That's a question that you'll have to listen to find out. We also get to know Lance's firstborn daughter, Livy, a little bit better. And she is high strung for some reason. I don't know. I don't know where she gets it from. No. Hard to say. But She's high strung. She feels the burden of greatness and of trying to, of academic achievement. And she's a type A, but not an altogether successful type A. So she's got a lot of challenges trying to acclimate to the, the chaos of this school year. And, and deal with Chad. Deal with Chad. Deal with her dad being principal. Deal with Uncle Chip being whatever he is in the mix. And yeah, she goes on her own journey which I think is a lot of fun. And I don't know, is there anything else that these that people need to know? There's doom spiders in this thing. Prehistoric killer bees. Prehistoric killer bees. Possum drone strikes. A T-Rex. A T-Rex. It's got a T-Rex. 
A snarred wallop. Uh, snarred wallops, obviously. I mean, that kind of goes without. All kinds of cool things. It's got a lot of cool stuff. It's got kung, clowns. Yeah. Kung fu battles. Mm-hmm. Clowns. Possums and more possums. Mm-hmm. Uh, musical numbers. I mean, yeah, it's true. It, this thing, we, we should have just called this the kitchen sink. <laughs> Co colon a Chip and Lance story. <coughs> Comma Dawn, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got a little bit of everything. Doesn't really have any romance. Come to think of it, but other than that, well, maybe a little bit in that last episode. Yeah, yeah, a tiny bit, tiny, 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 tiny. Yeah. So good versus evil. It's, oh. it's silly it's fun it's exciting it's even scary at points mm-hmm. yeah and should hopefully serve to help inoculate your kids against the dangers of and the poison that is whatever you want to call it wokeism critical race theory all that kind of stuff we, we deal with all that stuff hopefully in a not too heavy-handed way but as jake said we do name what do you want to say? Name names. We do. We are explicit about some of the poison. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's really early on. I think it gets a little bit more fanciful and metaphorical as it goes. But yeah, in the fir- in the second episode in particular, and I'd say the first two episodes, we're just like, here's what it is. Here's the terrible things that they're they're teaching. And then the rest of the season is really about, and here's why those things are completely stupid. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything else people need to know? I don't think so. No? Yeah. You can follow the link in this episode. Go to Chip and Lance, the Chip and Lance show. You don't have to listen to the COVID episodes if you don't want to. If you're just hitting all this for the first time for whatever reason, you can you can listen to them, but you can also just start with School of the Fates Chapter 1. And uh, yeah, go from there. We're going to be 10 chapters. Lord willing, we'll go all the way up to Christmas. And uh, our last episode should be something quite epic. So... The reason this is on our mind is because we just did some table reads today, and I think we're pretty excited about everything. So, hope you enjoy it, and hope it's helpful to you and your family. And final thought, Ben? I don't like it when you call me final thought, Ben, but no, it's okay. I'm sorry I called you final thought, Ben. I forgive you. You should listen to Chip and Lance. It's really fun. It's one of the most, I don't know, I feel this way nowadays. Anytime we do a new dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. Like The Ville, the latest few episodes of The Ville were some of the most fun things to, some of the most fun finished products. But this was actually the most fun thing to make. Mm-hmm. I think because of the way we put it together and planned it out. And it's just been fun to record and work through and troubleshoot. Fun to hear the finished product. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I've had more fun putting together another creative thing. I'm trying to think. On the, on the front end. I mean, there was our Dune review. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. No, it was a blast. The preparation, the prep work. Yeah. The writing. We do script out all of our movie reviews in case you, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> all right, folks. Chip and Lance. Be there, be square. And uh, you can support the, all this work at patreon.com forward slash sound of sanity. Maybe I'll even publish some sc- finished scripts there if you'd be interested in seeing what a script of ours looked like. I probably won't publish it before the episode drops, but it might be fun. So, uh, yeah. Until next time. Stay sane. Stay sane.